Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Scoopy Radio with Brandon Robinson. Who's the number one journalist around when it's going down? You know his name when he hit the town. You want the scoop, better get branded. Sports interviews, the only way you understand it. Real talk with the top news. Court side to the locker room. He's the voice for the NBA. Drafts, trades, the finals, he gon' find a way. He's on top, he don't never fall. Some call him Scoop, some call him Mr. Basketball. And ain't nobody else in his lane. Just know it's no doubt. He's the best in the game. Radio, TV, podcast, Scoop B. I said radio, TV, podcast, Scoop B. I said Scoop B Radio in your area code, on the plane, on the train, everywhere you need to be. I am your host, Brandon Scoop B Robinson, joined by my main man, Pots and Pants. Ray Ray, what's going on, brother? What's the best, Scoop? How you doing, baby? Working my tail off. You working your tail off, too. Got to, got to. It's a grind. The 49ers are making some noise in the NFC, brother. Yeah, it's first quarter. It's first quarter. This statement game, you know. We still got a lot more work to be done. You guys got more bricks. Yeah. You guys got the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday. Yep. You excited? Very, it's gonna be a good game. Uh, just another game, no, you gotta treat it like that. Uh, just a, another stepping stone of where we're trying to get to. Yeah, man. I I look at the. I mean, the last time you guys played, it was it was in the playoffs, and um, you know, a lot has changed since then. But the 49ers and the Cowboys as a rivalry has always been a thing. How far back from your memory? Because you're young, but you are a student of the game. Do you recall? Cowboys and 49ers being a rivalry. Scoop B radio. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So are we talking Dion when he was a cowboy or Dion when he was a 49er? 49er. What do you remember? I mean, I just was a Dion fan for real. Uh I really I can't seriously I watched the 49ers like like me put put the 49ers on. Like I didn't growing up watch like do all that. But Obviously, football. I mean, everybody watched the Cowboys because that's America's team. So they was always on everything. But uh, that's just when Prime Prime was at his prime. Well, he was always at his prime. So, but for me, that's when I remember. Like, I started watching the uh, 49ers a little bit more, and then when Frank Gore played for them as well. That's a little bit 
later after, obviously. You know, Frank Gore, he's a uh, Florida GOAT, you know, and I watched him then, you know, and then Anquan Bowles. And, uh, so then I, that's when I had a little history, like, of watching the 49ers often, you know. Deion Sanders in Colorado have been making noise. He's no mm-hmm. longer on the football field, but he's the head coach uh, of, of Colorado. Um, you play for the 49ers as well. Um, I guess my question is, like, how, if you had to give him a grade on how well he's got in that team, what, what grade would you give him? A plus. Okay. I mean, I give him an A because when he gets his line right, I think that's what I'm giving him that plus. But him coaching a lot is plus. I mean, it's hard to find, like, it's hard It's hard to find a coach like that, honestly. Like, as long as, like, one in a million. Uh, and some players, like, personally, myself, would kind of need that type of go be yourself and really mean it, you know? Uh, not every, every coach can be yourself, be yourself, but it, it always come back to bite somebody in the butt, you know? Um, but he really mean it. Go out there, hang out, go have fun. That's the same thing he did, and that's a lot. That's why uh, when he wears glasses, do all that, he he be himself, and a lot of people don't like that. It comes off as arrogant. It comes off as, you know, selfish, but that's who he is. And you can see it in this team, man, them, them boys have fun. I mean, right now, obviously, they lost two games in a row, but it's part of football, part of growing. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure he'll get Colorado where it needs to be in the next few years. Let me ask you a question. So <clears throat> we talk about Deion and we talk about just he as a coach and more. Do you think that he is ahead of his time as far as what the next wave of coaches will look like? And is he the yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, man, look, if you look at his social media, his kids, the kids on his team's social media, Man, he's he's promoting them. He's he's like he's pushing them. He's he's putting his kids to be somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like and a lot of coaches don't. Man, I mean, you run into a lot of coaches. Man, like I done ran into a few of them throughout my, my my journey. Like I go all the way back to college. You know, like and it's just a lot of things. I wish I could go back and go through those same things. And I I'm probably at Colorado. You know, um, but it's just. He's helping, he's helping his kids be 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 men. You know, so everybody, every coach preach that turn boys into men, but like he's really doing that, you know, uh, and just giving them a, a outlet outside of football. With someone like Dion, how long would it take for someone like Dion to make it in the coaching ranks in the NFL? Oof, that's that's a that's a that's an up there question. I don't know that one. He don't need some time for that one. I, I, I don't know about that one yet. Right. Yeah, because because we, we seriously, like, when you look at Dion, right? You've seen that on the high school level. You've seen guys on on coaching on the AAU level. The chains relates to the kids, but that's more on the on the on the you know coming up. You've never seen that on the college level. You you've never seen that in the NFL. You've seen flashes of it. You've seen even in basketball. You've seen. High-level personalities. You look at the college game in basketball. You look at Calipari. You look at you know you look at that in Kentucky. Then you look at basketball with the Spurs. You see Greg Popovich as far as just personality. But you've never mm-hmm. seen the total package: black man, chain, but also winning and also having played the game and imparting wisdom. That's a lot to decompartmentalize. Yeah, I don't know about the NFL yet, though. Nah. <laughs> uh... Yeah, it's going to take a little bit of time. Yeah. Listen, your rise um, from, you know, coming from college, like, first of all, I was looking at your stats in Tampa. 
we share that in common, that that Tampa connection. But bro, you were like kicking butt in, in high school. Was your your confidence was at an all-time high in high school? You put up major stats. You you were you were running the ball, you catch the ball, you were doing some of everything, kind of Dion like you were all over the field. Then you went over to Clemson. Was that a huge transition from high school to college? Because many people say everybody's good in high school, but college is where you really uh, set apart the men from the boys. Nah, only thing separating this class and off the field stuff. That, that was hard. Scoop B Radio. Really, at Clemson, yeah, they 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 was hard on like huh. tutoring class, all that stuff that got to like that got overwhelming, especially as a freshman. Uh that was overwhelming when I first got there because I graduated early. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know if Clemson was a school for me, so I didn't go, I didn't, I didn't go to school. So I had six months of like, I had one class a day. I, that, in order to stay rolled in school, I had to have one or two classes a day. So I used to go to them two classes and then chill the rest of the day. Um, so I was really hanging out for my senior year. Um, and I went to school and it was just like, a, Ooh, throwing the fire, and it was like, go from chilling all day, working out, doing this, to like every second of the day, structure, 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 structure. And I'm like, ah, leave, bro. Like three hour, uh, three hour um orientation meetings, this, that, this, that, and then uh, but that was the only thing downfall as a freshman that I think I had. Field stuff, I think everything, and I, football was always easy, and I actually. I was tra- that Travis Hunter they talking about right now, mm-hmm. both ways and all that. That's that's just now we got social media doing all that. See, we can we couldn't even post and like during season we used to get in trouble for posting on our story. You got from August first to whatever the last game is of the season to post. We can post on social media. Wow. So, but I, I played I played both ways. I was I actually number one athlete coming out of high school and I played both ways in college. Like, I had to switch numbers for that reason because our linebacker wore 34, and he didn't want to switch his number. He was older than me, so he got leeway not to switch his number. So I was like, all right, I wore 34, you wore 34. I'm going to go to 21, which was prime time at the time. Mm-hmm. And so when I switched to 21, uh, I think the first game I switched to 21, I ran a pump return back against NC State. And uh, that's when I was playing both ways that year. You know, it's interesting. Um you played running back in high school, correct? Yeah, running back in the corner. Okay, so I mean every, everything, but overall running back. So for me, I didn't play football. The, my only connection to football is playing Madden. The kick return is so hard. Like you, you were excited when you were more Madden and you're playing, and you 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 were able to run it for a touchdown. But I would imagine it's very hard. You got to duck people. You got to break tackles. You got to do all that. How yeah. much? Did your experience playing running back in high school prepare you as a kick returner in the NFL? Uh, I don't think it prepared me for it, but it gave me a uh, – I'm trying to find the right word like that. Uh, that feeling of not caring to run through a wall, you know, uh, like that no fear feeling, you know, Scooby like because when you're in the backfield, you you gotta hit holes, you gotta hit, you gotta you're in the trenches, you know. And um same thing with your return, it is just a little more they come a little more faster, you gotta be more controlled. And I think that's what uh I think running back taught me a lot is patience. 
being patient, wait for holes to open up, wait for holes to close and get to the next one. Um, and I think I grew patience out of that, to be honest, you know. No, that's fair. Did, now, I'm curious, like, running routes, is, is do you prefer, I guess, during your, 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 your growing part in high school and college and the NFL, do you prefer that more than running routes as a wide receiver? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, I'd rather be in the backfield and run routes. Only because, only because, I mean, now I'm a receiver now, so I don't, I mean, I like the art of running routes and creating people and creating space. But, um, and you play longer. But, um, I think at running back, you get, when you get a handoff, it's a guaranteed touch. You can have a play that's called for your receiver, and then somebody miss a block or somebody comes off free, anything, and the quarterback can't get it to you. You know, now you're touching out the door. At running back, you turn, you get a handoff, somebody comes free, you might make a miss, you might, you know, but it's a guaranteed touch. You know, and I, I, for me, I just feel like I just need the ball. I ain't worried about all that other stuff. Just give me the ball and I make some shape, you know. Um, but, yeah. That's real. That's real. I, I'm curious. Um, I know I'm a little older than you, but you're, you have an old soul, so I'm sure you've watched this person. But I remember Sundays watching football. Josh Cribbs was the guy to watch. Cause he, he, he was he man he was a human video game. Was there a point in your process, high school, college, or even now, certain guys that you just watched return kicks and you like you you take something from him and you add it to your game? Uh, Josh Cribs is cool, but ain't nobody like two three. Ain't nobody like two three. That Devin Hester, uh, and he he got the crown, uh. Definitely the best to ever do it. Special teams, uh, part of it. Um, and then besides him, you got, and I watched Antonio Brown when he was doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kobe Jones is a monster. Cordell Patterson, you know, you got those guys. Uh, Cordell's still doing it now, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so definitely those. And Josh, Josh is, is good. I think because his team wasn't like they were going, they were playing real bad. People didn't give him the respect he did deserve. Mm-hmm. Uh, but definitely 2-3. That's who I watched most, probably learn from, you know. That's real. That's real. The Dallas Cowboys, to me, the 49ers as well, the NFC, is, as you mentioned at the beginning of this interview, is so it's so early. It's the first quarter. You've seen the Giants. They've, they've struggled at times. Have you actually in your downtime or even just playing back your DVR, I had a chance to watch the Cowboys so far this season. What have you noticed? Talented team. They're talented across the board. You know, uh, they make plays. Um, they're the Cowboys. You know, they always, the Cowboys always talented. If you, if you don't kind of play, they, they'll, they'll put it on you, you know. And, um, you know, uh, for us, it's just a, like they're another team in the way of what we want most. You know, obviously, we want to be the Cowboys, but that's not our goal. We're we're playing this season just to beat the Cowboys, it's not our Super Bowl. You know, but this is we're trying to we're trying to get to the Super Bowl. We're trying to get to the playoffs. Trying to trying to trying to build something. You know, and so you got to take this game like it's the Super Bowl. That, that makes sense. You know, two game uh, every game like it's your last, and going to the game prepared, ready. Not comfortable, you know. Uh, no matter what your record is, we we're zero zero this week. We, we want to be one and zero this week, you know. That's fair. 
That's fair. Um, to me, playing 2K, playing Madden, to me, Madden is more exciting this year. Um, the gameplay mm-hmm. more is just is dope. Um, but I noticed that you are actually part of a curating process for the music. Am I correct? Yes, sir. Tell me more about that. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, well, how it came about, I went to a career day. and uh, It wasn't for me. I mean, it was just career day. Interscope NFL did a thing, whatever. And, um... People was playing their music. People was playing their music. And I, I had no music out. So I guess we was, everybody started playing beats. People were playing beats or whatever. And it's the song, uh, Dan Wall- it's a Dan Waller beat, actually. And it's on the Madden Step. So it's called Step. And, um, so we was in there, me and Derek. And Derek heard me say something. I was saying some words to it. I was like, what the hell? What you just said, bro? He's like, he said, I go in there, do I say I said no, nah, cause it wasn't uh, it wasn't that type of scenery like me going there and just record, you know. And he's like, no, nah, I said, bro, y'all, so you go go ahead and reference it or whatever. And ain't tripping because I think that's when you the song. So I gave him the words. He went there and did some more. He added to it. Boom, boom. He did a hook. And uh, I was, he was like, man, go in there and do it. But I got you. I'm telling you, go do it. So I went in there and did it. Whatever. He was like, man, add a verse. And I'm like, I ain't right. I didn't come to write. I didn't come to do nothing. I just came here for a career day, like spend time around the music. You know what I'm saying? And I went in there and freestyled some, uh, whatever. And uh, they ended up hitting me back. Like, man, we want to get you a few more other songs we got from Madden um, on these tracks with uh, J Rock and a few other players. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I come here. Let me know the dates, or whatever. And I, I, I'm already in LA, like here and there, so I could just shoot over there to Santa Monica, where the studio is. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I got there, it was just so many great artists, so many great. Uh, Players, boss, so artists as well. We was in there just chopping it up and just creating heat, you know. And uh, we was jumping room and room, jumping on tracks. You know, we actually made more than six tracks, but it was like the six that made it with Madden chose, you know. But I think that was like five songs that was like five or six tall songs. I think three made it. Um, but yeah, I like it. You was getting your Dr. Dre, your, your Snoop Dogg on. Yeah. Something like that. Something like, something like, something like that. I was looking at your Instagram, and uh, Unk was 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 on there. You you took a picture with with Snoop, and you signed his jersey and more. Was that your that picture that you posted on your social? Was that your first time meeting Snoop Dogg? Scoop. No, I met Snoop. I'm like nine, ten years old. Really? Yeah. Uh, 
me and me and Cordell was actually real cool, you know what I'm saying? Coming out of coming out of school when he was going to UCLA. Mm-hmm. But before that, we played against each other when we were younger. And the Snoop Bowl, they used to travel from LA to Florida and play us. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh, my dad was in the music. And uh so that was in the Bow Wow era when I was like 79. And I, was, I got music from when I was that age, like on SoundCloud and everything. Mm-hmm. And you know, I said I was doing music, whatever. And my dad kind of took me out of music. He was like, you don't need that lifestyle, bro. We ain't doing all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's when he got out of music. He had just jumped out of music. You know, he had built Justice League. He had got his artist signed to Capitol Records Universal, Dog Pound. And he was like, man, I'm good with it. I'm done. And um, when he was done, he took me out of it as well. And um, so... I knew him since then, and then I mean, I see Snoop by once, once or twice a year, and I owed him a jersey from when I was at Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. But then he was on the side of town in Concord, uh, California. I'm like, man, I got a jersey for you, whatever. I was like, uh, so I, he said, man, come to a show when I come out there, whatever. I, I remember him coming out here. I was like, no, I pull up, and so I just came out there to the show, supported. You know what I'm saying? I got to still get him Pittsburgh when the Pittsburgh one in Florida. I was already put up, but I gotta get it to him. When I come at the Long Beach and come see him. Oh wow, man, that that's pretty dope. Um, particularly because of the inter- intersection between the music and the sports where you live, and your dad telling you, you know, the music ain't necessarily for you, but the but the but the football and the sports is. I think that's so cool. But what did you learn from the music side of it that you apply? I guess the the branding side to what you do on the football field. Scoop B Radio. Uh, I think discipline and being strategic with certain things. Like, I know certain things I can't do in the music that because I play sports. Like I'm not gonna sit here and talk about crazy stuff, you know, and all that when I play football. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, no, the narrative of rappers want to be athletes. I want to be rappers. I hate I hate to say that because I was doing music before I played type of football. You know, like. I was around it, like, that's just like, I don't know. So for me, that's kind of another reason why I never really dropped music because be, that became a thing of everybody wanting music, everybody wanting music. But I feel like if you weren't doing music for middle school or that's not something you was into and like it just became a trend, now you want to do it, then okay, I can see why you say that. Sure. But if someone doing music out the womb, like, like downstairs I hear music, I'm drinking a bottle, like that's why I hear music. You know, my right. uncle, he was he was a B2K before they, they took off. Like my dad built Justice League, like, you know what I'm saying? So like I was in the mix already. And um for me it's just like when 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 I do pursue the music, you know what I'm saying? I got a record label since I was like 15, 16. Mm-hmm. Um I got two artists, one actually both of them on the Madden as well. One doing ad libs of the main single, another one is the beginning of the song of the main single. Right. Uh, J three hundred Isaac Rante, and uh, we actually got deals on the table for both of them right now. Uh, with uh, two major record labels, you know. Uh, but I got Ruben Stutter. He's signed to my record label as well. That's big. So, like, I mean, I mean, like, I'm, I don't see him just promote, oh, let's do music, music. It's like everything that gradually just starts showing people, like, oh, he really be doing it. And then it's not, I guess it's going to take for someone to be like, that stamp it, to be like, yeah, he do it for real. And it's sad, it's sad that it's like that, you know, that that's just the world we live in, that once somebody, someone, someone's a fan of something, not everybody become a fan. Um, But, you know, everybody, 
at first they're gonna be like, oh, you wanna be a rapper? Man, bro, I play football first. Like, I just happened to do, be like, grew up around music and have that charisma to do it. And I, you know what I'm saying? I sound pretty, I, I think, you know, I, I mean, and nobody really heard my music, bro. That's mad. And I had to do something, I had to do that for particularly mad. That's not how I make my music, you know, like all turned up all the time, you know? Sure. But we do it for y'all can hear it. So, so you're giving them a move while they're playing the game. Like, I'm not leaving nothing sad while you playing. Yeah. No, that's Or right. painful while you playing. I want you to like be, you know what I'm saying? Vibing when you play a game. That's what you make for that particular game. Do you but, listen, do you listen to your the people that you've signed, like for your for your pregame, you know, work on the field? Like, do you listen to your people? Do you listen to gospel? Do you listen to classical? What gets you up and moving? Going into a big game like the game on Sunday against the Cowboys. Depends on my mat. If I need it, like if I'm so up, like just gotta know what type of game it is. I gotta bring me some some vibes, some mellow vibes to keep me here. If I feel like I'm here, I gotta listen to some. You know, so I listen to J three hundred. I listen to Future, Young Boy. Uh, shoot, some of Dirt music here and there. Uh, of course, baby. But I just whatever depends on where I'm at. Mint's not mentally my mood at that moment. I'm always up there, but like sometimes you just need a mental like, like oh let's go there. You know what I'm saying? Um, sometimes you need someone to bring you down. I mean, I I remember like college days to listen to Drake. When I was, especially when I was up here, because I was always up here. We had big games. We had Auburn every week. We had, and we was number one in the nation. We was always here. We was always lit. You know what I'm saying? So I had to like, me calm it down before the game, get my mind right. Slow, slow, slow my mind down. But now NFL is just so like, even games are a little bit longer, a little bit, everything's just a little bit slower in college, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes you need some, some, some pick me up. Ray, Ray, tell me something. You talked about, um, you mentioned your time with the Steelers. Um, when I think of the Steelers, I think of Mike Tomlin. Who in the locker room did the best Mike Tomlin impersonation? Mm. That's a good question. <laughs> Probably Cam. Really? Cam ever, yeah. Yeah, probably Cam. Yeah, Mike Tomlin to me, um, it's so stoic, but you could tell he's somebody you could sit, break bread with, have a meal with. What What did you learn from him? Did you ever have any a long time personal interactions with him? Things that you take with you? Yeah, a lot of those. You know, um, I feel like Coach T. I, I text him this uh, maybe sometime before the years uh, before I came here, probably middle of last year, or whatever. But I told him, I, I just texted him an appreciation text, like, because he helped me get back on track. Like, he helped me get here, you know what I'm saying? He helped me get through the storm I was going through, coming Scoop out of Buffalo. Radio. You know, and uh, it was never about football, you know what I'm saying? I like, like I told, uh, like, something like that's, I said with Dion, you know, some players don't need coaching on the field. Some players need coaching on the field, mental coaches, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, for me, that's what Coach T was, you know, Coach T. Help me get my, 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 my keep keep them keep that mentality, keep that chip on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. But start enjoying football again, you know. Uh made me uh anytime we talk, man, I could I could count on one hand times it was really about football, you know. It was always about life, about uh, I think I had my son on the way at the time, like about me becoming a dad, about me becoming a man, you know. Uh and I appreciate him for that. Like the first day, like he just took weight off my shoulder. The things he was saying, actually, it was about Tampa. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it was just things like that. Um, that just, I knew that was like at a time and place for me, you know what I'm saying? What teammate on your current 49ers team is such an athlete that if an NBA team called them today, they could be on their starting roster opening night? Oh. Besides me? <laughs> Talk on it. Speak on it. Besides me, I'm, I mean, I've been the best athlete every team I've been on. So, I mean, let me talk about outside of me. Yeah. Okay, outside of me. Ah, Lordy. I'm going to have to go with it. It's two of them. Two of them that come to mind. I got to go with either Trent or Eric Armstead. Hmm. Trent Williams and Eric Armstead. Okay. It's a chess match between them two. Because I seen Eric Ball. Mm-hmm. But I seen, I, I, I know Trent. And Trent, Trent, Trent competitive, so it's kind of between them two. If the 49ers were looking for somebody at the tight end or wide receiver position and they were looking on the Lakers roster, who would fit? LeBron, 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 LeBron. <laughs> I, I feel like LeBron crosses over um, to, to yeah. sports because he's so relatable. As a football player, what do you respect about his game? LeBron? Yeah. <laughs> What do I expect about LeBron's game? Just the, man, the fun that he brings to the basketball, you know? Like, he had fun out there. He, you could tell him, he enjoyed making people around him better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but overall, man, I, honestly, I love what he do off the field. You know, he always giving back. I'm really an Allen Iverson, a big Kobe Bryant fan, but, yeah, so, them, them, them different breeds for me, but LeBron definitely a, a, the icon in the basketball world. <laughs> what about Kobe's game that you like so much? He ain't, he ain't playing with nobody. <laughs> he ain't playing with nobody. You know, no blinking, no just the mentality of like not flinching, like just <laughs> never like he want the last shot. You know, he always want the last shot. He always. He always went the hard. The hard. He went always. He always went the. Uh, he always went the hard things. The challenge for him, you know. <laughs> Whether it's a it's a win or loss, you know what I'm saying. He'll take he'll take the blame. You want it on his his weight on his back. That's real. You know what I meant to ask you? We talked all about curating music and more. I'm fascinated with athletes and what teams they use when they play games in their respective sport in football. Um, I'm curious for you. Do you use the 49ers on Madden or do you use them? I, 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 I ain't playing nobody until I know how to play. I ain't played since like 2020. So I've been playing my, my player, my career. Uh-huh. I don't like practice stuff. But I went to the Bucks and my, my, my career thing. Because that's the hometown team. Yeah, but other than that, I ain't played with no team yet. Scoop I use the Patriots offense. So I don't really. <laughs> the, the, the current Patriots offense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only for Matt, though. Not um, okay. only because of Matt. Yeah, only because of Matt. Okay. Listen, yeah. You, you, you answered all my questions. You, you are a wealth of knowledge. You, you young, but you, you old to be so young. 
Um, I appreciate your time. I appreciate your insight. And I'm hoping you can, even though growing up, I grew up liking the Dallas Cowboys. I'm hoping that you're successful against the Cowboys on Sunday. <laughs> yes, sir. I appreciate that. My brother, thank you for your time. Yes, sir. Bless you, man. God bless you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And this is Scoopy Radio saying, you bring the coffee and I'll bring the Dunkin'. Come on! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.